You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode 60 of Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge, all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is the one, the only, the Blue Meanie. Meanie. What's on your mind? Oh, man. Doing pretty good, man. Uh, yeah, we had a nice little chat pre-record uh, with our Patreons. Uh, Love our it's Patreons. A, it's, a, it's a beautiful Friday night. I got the window open. Plenty of ventilation, so I don't <laughs> uh, suffocate myself. Um, got a fan blowing my way the, this way, so it blows out the window. So I, Nice. Uh, Does that fan have a name? <laughs> it's my only fan. Oh. No, but, um, <laughs> no, but uh, it's a pretty nifty little gimmick. It's a, it's specifically made for studios, so it doesn't like. Hopefully, it doesn't get picked up. But it's not. I'm not hearing it at all. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but no, nah, man, I'm doing good, man. Excited. Um, had a, had a little bit of a scare with, uh, you know, uh, I was out doing errands, and uh, Mrs. Meany goes think we got family to the house and i was like oh so i come home and uh our good friends who are doing our buddies our wrestling buddies um the gate gator brothers gatter i thought it was gator for the longest time it's gatter get the gatter brothers uh sent me a very nice care package uh and i think you got one too i did I did. Yeah, and, uh, so nice. I felt like such like a... So I contacted them to make sure that you got one as well um, so that we could talk about it. Because I, yeah. I thanked them. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I was like, Meanie got... Like, the way I worded it almost seemed like I was <laughs> like, did you send one to Meanie? To, like, I definitely meant, like, if Meanie's hasn't arrived yet, like, I don't want to ruin the surprise and, like, bring it up to him. But it definitely seemed like, like, yeah, in what scenario are they giving it to me and not giving it to you? So, um, but it was... it was Story uh, of my life. <laughs> it, um... It was really, really, really cool of them. Uh, it may, it's all, so it's like this, this gift basket and we're even down to the basket is, is hand woven. It's yeah, this is an awesome basket. Um, and then inside there's like raw honey and what else do we have? Uh, bourbon, I want to say. 
Uh, hold on. What is that liquid uh, that they send in the care? Was it whiskey? Rye. Rye whiskey. Rye whiskey. That's what it was? Man. Yeah. So yeah, Mrs. Meany made a joke saying, uh, it's nice that they sent me this basket because she's going to steal all the things, stuff. It's it. all food. What the fuck are you going to do with honey and maple syrup? <laughs> <laughs> there was maple syrup, too. But uh, what was really cool, uh, I don't know if they did this for you, but like mine had like a nice little blue bow on it. And this is for the Patreons. All the, the polka dots on there had Meany glasses. They did not do that for me. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah dude. Wow. They kind of like Philly Fanatic eyes on it, too. But They, uh, you know. They really hooked it up. What a, like, what a sign that you're working with the right people. You know, and, and not just because nice they gave us stuff, but because like the extra detail they've gone into with everything has been awesome. Yeah, man. And there's just a nice little, I'll show this for the Patreon folks. Yeah, the the honey, mm-hmm. the, the rye whiskey. Maple syrup. Ma- maple syrup. I guess they're right on the border of Canada, so everything's legit. Well, that's the thing. All of it, they all came from like local little places up there, which is so cool. Um, Love it. I was joking that uh, we should send them some tasty cakes or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some delicacy from. Uh, How do you pack a cheesecake? Cheesecake. Um, <laughs> you know what though? I'm so excited uh, to be working with them, and so excited to be there, and so excited that we finally have the opportunity to tell everybody just so exactly cool. what is happening. So, all right, big news. Starting on May 18th, well, that's breaking news. But, yes, starting on May 18th, uh, big big breaking news. Um, My birthday. May 18th, the Meanie's birthday, the Mind of the Meanie Buddies, that's myself and Meanie, as individuals and together, uh, will be available on the site for pre-order. But they have a lot more. To tell you, um, the Brothers Gadar studio and storefront are honored to host the Meanie and Josh for our very first buddy signing event. Obviously, I'm not speaking of us in the third person. I'm reading what they wrote. <laughs> um, we Okay, so we're going to be spending the day with them in Port Henry, New York on August 7th. 2021, we will be available throughout the day for in-person and virtual live meet and greets. So there'll be tickets to the event. Uh, We'll go on sale at the same time and we'll include exclusive and live signings of the Blue Meanie and Josh Chernoff uh, collector wrestling buddies, the mind and body sticker, which is made to look like Krang from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, (laughs) which is amazing. Uh, yeah. The blue blot 8x10 original art print that they created. Um, so cool. A, they also created that the sticker. Um, a recording of the meet and greet if it's virtual and photos with your personal camera if you're in person. So if you're in town, you know where we're all going to be. Um, more info will be coming soon, but Port Henry, New York uh, at the Brother Gadar I'm, I hope I'm saying their name right, Gatter Studio and Storefront. Uh, we will have more information on our social media at Mind of the Meanie um, and go give them a follow as well. But man, uh, I am so excited for this and excited that we can finally announce 
that we will be having our first live in-person meet and greet. Um, and I, I, I can't, you know, I'm looking at like our Patreon members off the top of my head. I can't tell you how far that is from any of you, but, uh, definitely, uh, uh, I'm actually, I'm looking up to see how far it is from Philly. Right I, I want to say about five hours. Oh, that's a breeze. Oh, yeah. I can do that. Uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad you can. Cause you have to on August 7th. Uh, five you're, hours you're booked, and Terry. 34 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, five hours and 34 minutes. Oh, dude, that's nothing. Yeah, uh, so, yeah uh, I'm excited, man. Yeah, we're going to load uh, into the the mind of the meanie van. <laughs> and, uh, the and meanie the mobile. Yeah, man. Uh, and it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, to working with quality people here. Uh, and, it, and it's another bucket list moment, man. Um, you know, I've always wanted to actually figure, now I get to have a wrestling buddy. Yeah. It's how cool. How cool is that? It's incredible. You know, and on top of that, the artwork is is insane. They're so talented. Yeah, dude. Um, dude, they're so artistic uh, and very thoughtful too, man. Especially with the the care package they sent us. Yeah, talk about. I mean, the care package was not was not necessary. Much appreciated. Definitely and, made my wife and not cheap. jealous. And not cheap. No, no, yeah. not cheap. Like it, it was. Uh, it means a lot that they are as excited to work with us as we are to work with them. Um, really, really cool. And, uh, and definitely check them out on, on social media. I want to make sure I'm going to look up cause I want to make sure that I get their, their handle. Right. Um, I dare you, man. I dare you. Yeah. I dare you uh, to get it right. Why do I hate you, man? What's your deal? Me uh, and you. Well, here it is Fuck. at brothers. Gator. Gator. <laughs> Gator. They got some real gator. <laughs> it's just two <laughs> brothers who sit there and go, I think that guy's gay. That guy's yeah, not. I think that guy's not. He's not. He's not. not that one. Yeah. Now nah, she's gay. Yeah. yeah the yeah. brothers gator. Yeah. God. All right. Um, brothers gator. I'm trying to course correct so much from calling them uh, gator. Yeah. That it's all Steve, coming out wrong. Um, St- Steve Wally gator Kern. But uh, yeah, it's uh, Matt, Mike, and Justin Gator. Gator, I quit. Gigs off. <laughs> they're tearing up the contracts. They're, they're sending. <laughs> uh, they're sending stuff for we so we can send our care packages back. You Gadar. fucked up, sure. Gatter, Gatter. We're calling them Gatter. Okay. We are can brothers, just, artists, said, vintage toy collectors, and wrestlers. Doesn't matter. Where you start, as long as you never stop. That's from their uh, at Brothers Gadder, G-A-D-D-O-R. Are you sure? I, I'm sure about the spelling. Um, <laughs> RJ says, where is it? It's in Port Henry, New York. Um, see if Henry. I have the, uh, the exact address on their, uh, on their website. Um, let's find out. Oh, looks like there a, you go. Shop. Looks- is that their shop or is that? I don't know. Looks like know. a nice little town there. It does. It does. I'm excited to go there. Um, if, they'll, if they'll still have me. Um, Too funny. Yeah. So no, but they're. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, they're throwing, we'll they're, sure they're throwing our. They're throwing our wrestling buddies in the trash. Um, yeah. Like, oh, screw that. Nobody show's over. That. 
Yeah. They're going to have uh, the guy who replaced me at the TNA ECW show <laughs> come up instead. Uh, oh. Whatever his name was. The blue whatever. Blue Tilly. The blue Tilly's going <laughs> to. But yeah, not the to, thank, not to, thank not you to, to uh, not, Brothers Gadar. Um, not thank, to confuse, be confused with Lou Tilly, who was a <laughs> Philadelphia sportscaster. Yeah, um, everybody knows that. Um, of course, why not? Yeah, RJ says he thinks it's on the Vermont Google border. It. That sounds about right. I think it is. Um, so just down, just under cream? five hours from you, RJ. Well, then I better see you there. Uh, but no, but here's the thing. Look, we have a lot of listeners outside the U.S. or, you know, not within driving distance of this place. We're doing a virtual meet and greet. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. If you, here's the, if you're planning on getting these buddies anyway, do and, and you can't be there, do the virtual meet and greet at least. At least there, you'll get a video of us hanging out and, you know, you'll you'll be able to see us signing the buddies or whatever it is that we're doing. And, you know, it'll be a lot of fun. Really, I'm really looking forward to this. Very excited, you know, because you know, with the pandemic, it's like I'm so used to traveling and going to Eagles games and going to you know Connecticut, see my you know Mrs. Meany's family, and just like everything got shut down. And but you know, we're vaccinated now, um, you know, thankfully. And yeah. uh, you know, this is going to be in a couple months where. You know, uh, you know. Hopefully, we're the world's a, a lot. The world's along better than it was today. Yeah. You know. And now we're hearing we're hearing that you know the CDC is saying you can lose the mask if you're uh, if you're fully vaccinated uh, inside outside. I kind of wish they would have held held off on that because uh, you know there's going to be people. Oh yeah, yeah, I got the vaccine. Wink, wink. You know. So here's my here's my feeling on it. I yes. think I my thought was the reason they were doing it was for the people who won't get a vaccine to kind of just be like, you know, hey guys, you know, those of us who got a vaccine now get to take our masks off and we know how much you don't like those masks. So why don't you go get your vaccine? But I agree with you completely. What they're not factoring in is the people are going to go, hey, I got my vaccine. Because here's the thing. There are some aspects where they can say, like cruise ships, right? Uh, right? You have to be vaccinated. The cruise ships that have opened up, you have to be vaccinated. You have to show proof of vaccination. But if you're going to, you know, Walmart, they're not going to make you show proof of vaccination walking into the store. So right. I, I feel like, I don't know, I, it's Jericho Cruise. It's funny they uh they're doing their thing in October and they said now everyone has to be vaccinated and all of a sudden the sold out Jericho cruise just got a heck of a lot of open rooms so uh you know so so wrestling fans get it together what are you doing hey you know what uh they could have sweetened the pot hey uh proof of vaccination and get that extra stimulus check yeah, hey, know, or something like that i'll tell you what easily bribable here's what i would do just throwing this out here. Yeah, I'm catching it. Proof of vaccination, and I think we should give like a discounted rate on something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It started out in my mind like I was about to give something really cool away. Right. But I'm not going to. Oh, hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. This is what we'll do, Meanie, if you agree with this. The, where 
is it? Uh-oh. I don't know. It's all the way over there. The signed concept art. <laughs> if you show proof of vaccination, we'll enter you into a uh, raffle <laughs> to win a free concept. No, we're not doing this. Just get vaccinated because you don't want to get sick and make other people sick. How about that? Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's the, that's the sleep talking. Uh, dude. I'm like. I am so tired. Dude, same here. I feel like we're like doing an NPR show right now. Just like sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Um no, I you know what I'm really tired and the um I don't know if it's a pollen count situation or whatever. It is the season. Allergies are killing me. And then we had a tree that died that we had to get taken down. And they're like cutting the tree today, and the guy goes, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, this stuff it would it would make a monster of a man drop to his knees and vomit." And I was like, "Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a visual." But um, what he's saying is, he's like, "All this becomes airborne as soon as they cut it; it all becomes airborne." And I'm like, "Listen, we just got through this whole airborne <laughs> crap. I can't, you know." But pretty Listen much, here, M Night Shyamalan. I know, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plot for an M. Night Shyamalan movie. You know? Yeah. Which, hey. I think this was, I think this was where the, like, the planets just started killing people and shit. I don't know, but I know that he filmed around here for a lot of his, a lot of his oh, movies. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. He's, he's a proud Philly homer. Yeah. Um, I dare him to follow me on fucking Twitter. Asshole. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I legit me. get mad when like I follow somebody that like is either, you know, big Philly or a fellow wrestler. And I'm like, Oh, uh, hmm. then follow me back. Unfollow. <laughs> hey, can I talk to I'll you? I'll show them. Bit? Can I talk to you a little bit since this is therapy for us here? Oh my God. I could use some. So I saw this great, <laughs> this great thing. Kayfabe news. Insulting, <laughs> insulting Dave Meltzer's, uh, I oh guess. My God. I th- hoarders home. Oh my god! I thought my place was bad. Holy shit, man! That yeah. is not okay. Like, look, look, and I don't mean this to make any form of light of anything. Meltzer clearly, there's something different about him. Like he's he's he definitely has some social uh, things different than the quote unquote social norm. I guess I would say like you can just kind of tell from interacting with or seeing him interact with other people that he yeah. seems to like, you know, he's eccentric, I think is what, what I'm trying to say. Like, and, and, and look, a lot of people who have very creative minds don't tend to be yes. overly clean, you know, or, or tidy in that regard. Yeah. I'm a fucking genius. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to say it in a nice way that, you know, but the dude is just like, that's not right. Like that's not the issue. Isn't so much that that's how he keeps his home. The issue is that he knew who was coming into his home to film his home and thought, yeah, that looks good. You know, but that's not even my, I would be so embarrassed. Yeah. I don't understand it. Look, I, I don't let people into my house because it's just like my joke is uh, a burglar will try to break into my house and go, oh, look, wow, shit, looks like somebody beat us to it. Let's leave. You know, just <laughs> shit. My place looks like I, it's been fucking ransacked. 
My, but dude, uh, mine, that place, my mine God. Mine looks like I've got three kids. That's basically. I, I should go through, like, because I, I got, like, a buddy, uh, not willed it to me. He did a game with me. I got, like, a shitload of old observers in my basement. I should just go see if there's, like, a, a melter footprint on there or something. Just like throw that, that shit just on like, the floor, man. Yeah, just. That's it. Yeah. The final piece of Tremini Studios. That's <laughs> the observers. <laughs> just. But, okay, but here's the thing. I'm having, like, a real issue with this because I posted that, and people are, like, people are liking it. People are, are digging the humor of it. And yeah. I now, because of my thing on my show, I get tagged in a lot of anti-Meltzer stuff or whatever. Yeah. The problem is I've created this life for myself of satire and sarcasm and all these things. But believe it or not, and this is going to sound like complete BS, I hate negativity. And yeah. I, I, I hate, uh, what's the, the term? I don't know. I just, I, I, I can't stand it. It brings me down. It sucks me in, you know? Yeah. And so I went through and unfollowed a lot of people on Twitter that were, uh, that were not following me. I didn't unfollow people who were following me back. Um, cause that just seems rude. Uh, yeah. but there are some people I muted and, but yeah. then I've got this like really tough, like because I do my show and have to be up on the news to talk about it and yeah. have to find the one thing that I can poke fun at. I have to be paying attention to all of this crap that I really don't want to pay any attention to. And I really, I don't know where I'm going with this, but do you struggle with this meanie? Like, do you, cause you're, you're a positive upbeat person who I know can get dragged down in that same way. Like, do you find struggle in this? And what do you do? How do you, how do you exist in the world you have to exist in? Right, because you have to. Yeah. We all do. We all have to exist in this negative cesspool of of social media and all of that. How do you not just get lost in the negativity? Because I have been feeling the last couple of weeks, really, since I kind of put my. And this is the annoying thing too. I kind of got my name out on the map because I took a shot at Meltzer and it went quasi viral. Yeah. And which I'm really grateful for and everyone who supported me. But then I'm just kind of like, well, now I felt like here comes the next month. Well, I got to do another thing about Meltzer. Here's the next one. I am done. I don't want to talk about him anymore, which I understand the irony of the fact that I literally just brought it up and started insulting his room. But I, I, I don't know. That's, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard, man. Um, how could you? Oh, tell? back in the day, like back in the early days of uh, social, my days on social media, I would just like try to be funny and witty, and you know, be like an online comic, and you know, people would get mad, and I wouldn't, you know, ah, fuck it, you know, yeah, I said the humor, blah, blah, blah. but then like it's just, it just, you know, it's just I realized, man, it's kind of weird. Like, and then like I would see other, you know, wrestlers thinking I was being serious, you know. Oh, and he's talking shit. I was like, no, that's trying to be funny. 
And then, uh, you know, I try to tone it down and, you know, I try to be more positive online and it's hard. It's hard. Uh, and it's like, I, I find myself writing out a tweet, uh, and then reading it and then go, man, do I really want the, and I just play out every reaction in my head that I could, I know I'm going to get back, you know, like, uh, the one that keeps replaying in my head over and over again, is like, uh, there was something about, you know, death matches or something. And I was like, man, I would I said, man, I really wish they wouldn't do it. And so I was like, oh, I got a guy from ECW. I mean, it's like, well, yeah, I was in ECW. How do you think I formed that opinion? You know, you know, I saw what it did to Balls Mahoney. I saw what it did to Axel Rotten, how they wish they hadn't done it. And if I can, you know, talk to a younger guy and say, hey, man, learn to work and, you know, work harder. Not work smarter, not harder. You know, there's ways to uh, work. I feel like. I was going to, did you see on AEW to get a chance yet to, I know you're a busy dude, but did you get a chance to see the Moxley, um, Moxley match? No. Against, uh, God, what's his name? Um, Japanese legend and man. Oh. If Meltzer didn't uh, hate me before, um, (laughs) but I'm like, I don't, I think it's on, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't want to say it because I feel like I'm going to say the wrong name, but Regardless, well, you fucked up Gatter, so dude, this whole this entire show, like I, I would think like, well, I'll just edit this stuff out, but then people are gonna be like, why was Mind of the Meanie only two minutes this week? (laughs) Um, But no, the the uh, the match that Moxie had, like, it was for the New Japan Pro Wrestling United States Championship, and I'm gonna say Yuji Nagata. Okay, was right? Wasn't it Yuji Nagata? Yuji. Yeah, Eugene Nagata, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, Nagata, thank you. Sean Jones now. There's a delay on here. So, yes, Eugene Nagata. Yeah, thank okay. you, sir. Thank you, sir. 100% Nagata. Um, and that's what I was going to say, too. Sean Jones. If it would have been like Okada, but if it would have been Okada, we would have been able to hear uh, Meltzer's completion from all the way over on, on the East Coast. So, uh, what did I say? I don't want to. Howling at the moon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Howling at the moon with his like, gigantic tongue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why'd I do that on camera? Um, uh, 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 Slichter. Um, but at least I, but mine wasn't natural. Mine was me making a choice to do it. His, what the, f- but anyway, um, my wonderful. example was I watched that match and did not enjoy it at all. Not at all and was going uh, can i be can, can i be quite frank it's just hard to watch wrestling now it just is yeah i mean AEW's me. getting easier I, because they're getting more and more people in the stands um and i think AEW puts on a great show i really do but that um that match did nothing for me don't care for the style i don't care the lack of psychology the lack of selling you know, it's not my not my cup of tea. And I was going to write a tweet about how, you know, the old proverbial unpopular opinion, but didn't like the match. And I said to myself, you know what? A, who gives a shit what my opinion is? Like, I barely even care what my opinion is, let alone, you know, <laughs> the people on Twitter. And B, let's say you loved the match. Well, who the fuck am I to tell you that what you loved was wrong? 
and I yeah, and I I'm, didn't. Send I'm the at message. that point in my life too. Yeah, like I, I, too. you have to be at a point where you realize, like, and and it, not the same as what you were saying though about the death match thing, where you formed an opinion based on what you saw and are worried about people's health and looking at it going, I know how badly this is going to end for you. I wish you wouldn't yeah. do it. That's not the same as me going, I don't like this style of wrestling, therefore I need to make sure all of you know I don't like it. And if you do like it, I need to make sure to bring you down a peg or two. Who cares? I hope, I hope that I'm the only person who didn't like that. Because yeah. A, that means they did their job and they entertained the masses. And B, that means significantly more people who tuned in on that uh, uh, to AEW enjoyed that segment than didn't enjoy the segment. So I'm just, I guess I'm bringing this up and I don't know why, because I told myself I wasn't going to talk <laughs> as much today, uh, yeah. but I'm a little loopy and, you know, my, my allergy medication. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to throw that out that like I'm, I'm getting so sick of being negative and I feel like, I feel like I, what used to be sarcasm and used to be fun yeah, is now just negativity because I can't even like poke fun at, at things that then people not take it seriously, that everybody takes it so seriously. Like it's, and I, and I understand I'm being a hypocrite from so many things that I've said in the past and so like, but I'm telling you, I'm like reflecting every day. I'm like reflecting on things and social media. I hate it. I just hate social media, except for when people are posting awesome pictures of our cello toys. Yeah. Uh, that's fan freaking tastic. And I love it and keep it up. It is so cool. Um, but anyway, I'll let you but retort yeah, dude, and then uh, we can move on to me not talking. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm at, I'm at the same point, man. It's just like, I'll, like I was saying, I'll I'll write out a tweet and this is like something I think will be funny and engaging and hopefully, you know, people interact with it. And then I'm just like, I think, man, I, every possible reply, you know, plays in my head. I go, eh, maybe I'll just delete this. But yeah, man, it's just hard to watch wrestling now. It's just like, uh, and just forget the fan aspect. It's just hard in general. It's just like, um. Why? Like I, yeah, I, For you, I don't know. Like why? This, I, I, this, there's nothing really that's got me emotionally invested, really. You know, I miss the days where I felt like I had to watch it, or you know, you know, it, it felt like you know, wrestling felt like a like a, a like a limb. Like if I didn't watch it, I was missing a, a limb, kind of thing. Like, man, what's wrong with me? What, you know. I, it's, you know, I still watch wrestling. I still watch like doc. I've been watching all the documentaries and stuff like that and waxing poetic for the good old days, but uh, there's nothing new. That's just make, make, makes me go, mm. you know, I mean, I love stuff like Dan Housen. Oh, that guy's brilliant. How can you um, not? Dude, he is just so funny. Yeah. He's, he's entertaining. He's, he's, uh, he's, that one guy has created this following and character that like is so engaging and entertaining and it's he's he's great you know at improv and, and now he's been getting all these opportunities everything. to show up like out of character but i love how he yeah. still plays it off as though he was given so much of the human monies that they made him put on his human makeup and like 
act like a person. Yeah, I saw one where he said that, you know, it was CGI and a voice alteration. Yeah, to make it. But, uh, <laughs> that dude's great. Uh, and I wish there was a lot more like that. It's just. I hope he's making yeah. money. I like a lot. So. Like, I know he's like making money, but like you look at him and you, you look at a guy like that and you, and you wonder like how much less is he making than somebody who is definitely not the talk of the internet in the same way? Because he puts out a funny, you know, thing on, on Twitter that doesn't always equal money, you know? And I right. look at somebody like that and I go like, man, I hope that he has found a way to monetize his creative nature. And I mean, look, it got him a deal with ring of honor from what I understand. And, and he's got his pro, he's got pro wrestling tees. He's got, yeah. So Patreon. I hope he's, he's, he's got a figure coming out with uh zombie sailor toys. Amazing. Um, which is going to be awesome. Those figures look, listen, I'm a, I'm a Homer for, uh, for cello toys. Oh yeah. But I, uh, if any, I mean, Hasbro is my thing that the old Hasbro WWF figures, and they got Ron Rudat, the guy who uh, drew all of the concept art for the original Hasbros. Every single one of them. He's the guy who's drawing all of the uh, the faces and heels or whatever. They're, uh, I'm definitely getting the Sabu one, man. I definitely got to get that Sabu one. Oh, God, yeah. The Sabu one looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, they all do. They all look amazing. Um, I feel like I want to grab the Dino Bravo and throw. I'm waiting to see how these fit in. Like I've heard people describe, like how the Cello Toys ones fit in really nicely with the mm -hmm. retro, with the the Mattel retros and the Hasbro's. But in a way, they almost have like their own personality, which I also love. Like they're their own type of thing, and they kind of almost remind me of like uh, the old WW Galoobs mixed with Hasbro's. Yes. Which is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about them all. I think they look amazing. But That's I'm a funny curious, word, I'm curious, though. These ones look very much like they are straight up supposed to seamlessly sit in with your Hasbros. Like that Dino Bravo yeah. should sit with a Hasbro and you should just not know that it, that yeah. it was, you know. Yeah, that's another, you know, getting back to like we cracked wrestling. is like, I, oh, please. Yeah, let's do it. Oh my God! I got my uh, I'm getting thirsty. I'm ugly, very I'm nice. Ugly cherry. I got a. Uh, uh, can pop that thing. I got a orange pineapple from Wegmans. Nice. Oh God! Go birds! That was a intense one. <laughs> There's actually uh, seltzer in there, right? Mm -hmm. No, this one might. Yeah, take an eye out. This might be a two seltzer show. Mrs. Meanie brought one up for me, so sweet. But you know, oh, bless you. Thank you, uh, dude. Like a guy like Dino Bravo, I didn't hate him, but he really did nothing for me. But I still watched religiously, you know, wrestling. You know, back then and stuff like that. Even when they were having jobber squash matches, I watched religiously. You know. You know, would you know, you would have a vignette of a wrestler coming soon, or you know, interviews, you know, during the matches and stuff like that, or witty stuff on commentary, you know, witty banter back and forth, you know, between the brain and you know, gorilla stuff like that. I, I just missed that. I wish there was. So I mean, 
I wish there were something that I really haven't had, you know, something light a spark in me since like, you know, like I'm sure there's been something more recently, but I remember when CM Punk, you know, did the pipe bomb yeah. promo and just, you know, I didn't see it live, but watching the reaction, I was like, Oh man, let me go watch this live. And I saw it. And I was like, Holy shit. That was so good. And then, think, like the whole story, the whole storyline just felt so real. Yeah, you know, I wish they would have dragged that out for six months. Yeah, like well, I, dude, I just wish it would have because it they dragged it out for what a week and a half. They should have let Punk win the belt and legit go to every promotion. Should let him go take right. Go to Ring of Honor. Go to whatever. Go to Ring. Of, oh my God! And you know, I mean, it's not like they don't have like a guy like. Brock Lesnar come in and win the belt and disappear yeah. off TV for a while, you know? He should have been running around with that belt everywhere they should have done, which was exactly what they did, where they had, I think it was Rey Mysterio, I want to say, won the WWE title. They like had they crowned a new champion, and then immediately following, CM Punk's music hit, if I'm remembering this correctly. And he yeah. was back, and now you've got champion versus champion. They should have just gone about their business with him just showing up occasionally to wherever, posting stuff on social media, doing he could whatever. Have done the, he could have done the Brian, Brian Pillman thing, show up in the crowd with the belt. Ah, yep. Security chases him out the front done door. whatever he wanted to do. And then you have a big buildup where we're like, we've got, you know, God, even if you dragged it all the way to, to post-Royal Rumble where the winner of the Royal Rumble gets to decide who they're going to face, which champion or whatever. Have him defend the WWE belt in the most ludicrous fucking of spots. Show up at a random indie show in a car lot. Uh huh. Defend the WWE belt, <laughs> and you just you're posting this, you know, to social media, and you know, he could post it to his own like YouTube, and then like WWE could pretend that like, well, over on CM Punk's YouTube. Uh, this happened, you know, we kind of like, you know, let them continue to be like, that is, you know, it is very important that we make sure you understand that is not the WWE championship. He is not the WWE champion. Like he, have Jerry McDevitt come, have Jerry McDevitt come on TV and, uh, every single person is then going to be like, well, no, screw you. He is the WWE champion. He's our WWE champion, all that. And then when he comes back. Dude, he could have been like the Pied Piper, just leading all the wrestling fans, and he could have been Rocky Balboa running down the streets of Chicago, you know, with a group of fans, you know, just being the, I'm the real world champion, I'm the best in the world, I'm the best wrestling world champion in the world, or whatever. You know, he could have just, you know, because he could have come up with a million different things. I mean, dude, just the fact that he took the photo of the belt in his fridge. Yep. And, uh, you know, that was like one of the most copied things ever, you know, just photo in the fridge. Uh, yeah, they, there's so much they could have done and they fucking pissed it away. Yeah, they could have drawn that out for six months. Everything lately that yeah. they've done. How many years we live ago? In a, we live in a world where it's a microwave mentality and people want results now, 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 now. Instead of letting something marinate. Yeah. And, you know having the final meal be this perfectly seasoned blow off, you know, you get this fucking ramen noodle shit, you know, served up with, you know, like a splash of sriracha in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a shame. But to me, like, I also feel like every company out there thinks like, okay, if we're going to be different than WWE, then we need to be real. 
It's like, no, you don't necessarily have to be. You know what's missing? And we've talked about this on the show before, and I know I've had this conversation with Fred before. Like, what's missing from wrestling is that, like you said, back then it was just jobbers against, like, Dino Bravo or something. Like, you didn't miss anything. Right. Sometimes, I felt I had to watch it. Stop being what you're not and just be what you are. Just be pro wrestling, be sports entertainment, be whatever it is, but stop like my biggest critique with WWE is that they don't know who they are. At least AEW, like it or not, they know who they are and they try to cater to who they are. And the only time things go poorly is when they stray from who they are. But WWE, who are you? You family oriented? Well, then try and explain away some of these these storylines you've had over the last couple of years, you know, like just be you be the, you know, I, I, I've railed on T I've said stuff about TNA and, uh, somebody, you know, took a snippet of what I said. I had to run <laughs> with it, but TNA could have been so awesome until I loved them up until they tried to have their own. Until they Monday tried Night to be War. WWF or WWE. And now look, I love AEW. I don't hate it. I'm not going to make fun of it, but dude, they they just tried to redo the Steve Austin beer truck thing yep. with the fire hose. And then, you know, the Christopher Daniels match right before they end with the super kick, just the, I'm sorry, I love you. It's just like for, for a company that says makes, it's like when AEW was first coming out, I was like, man, this is awesome. We're going to have American new Japan. You're going to get all the New Japan guys in America. It's going to be the American version of New Japan. It's going to be wrestling. It's going to be pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, action. You know, that, you know the, the uh, action in the ring is going to speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and you know what? That after that first, was it all in mm-hmm. uh, event where Cody, you know, took the sledgehammer to the, the throne? Oh, that was an amazing. Was that? Double or nothing, maybe? I'm not sure. What, I'm sure Sean Joes could save us. Yeah, here. it was double or nothing. Uh, with, double or nothing. Okay, even though with that, that was an awesome statement. You you said your statement on, you know, the birth of your, you know, for your company's pay-per-view there. You, you, you know, fired the bow across, you know, the, the cannon shot across the bow. But now, it seems like every other weekend, or every every other week, there's like, jabs at WWE. It's just like, man, it's so unnecessary or there's especially like, to take be, the jab at the I'm sorry I love you thing or like, you know. I um, I didn't I didn't even watch it live. I just saw a, a meme of it and I like I here's another thing. I don't need to watch the show because Twitter tells me what they're doing. Yeah. How about that? And uh I saw that I was like, oh my god. I love I love the young bucks. That, but come on, man. Come on. I, I just, you know? to me, oh, um, I, I just feel like why would you, uh, why would you try and be something, be lesser than, like, don't copy the beer truck thing if you're going to be the cheaper version, you know? And yeah. I'm, I'm uh, a little distracted. Yeah, I'm a little distracted too. By, I got a text. I think it's the same thing that I just saw. News? Yeah. And it, sorry, oh, it kind of oh, oh. caught me in the middle of my, my talking there and distracted hold me. Hold on. Hold on. 
I was trying to confirm it. I didn't want to say anything, especially to you, unless I could oh, confirm man. it. So, uh, and uh, if it turns out. shit. Real? It's a, yeah. Uh, according to PW Insider. Uh, Jerome Young, New Jack has died. Do you want to take a minute? I know we're... Uh, man. Um, wow. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, it's official. It's PW Insider. Um, fucking shame. Love you, Jack. Oh. Um, well, Manny, I think I can speak on behalf of everybody when I say I'm sorry to, like, uh, not something that you want to have to experience. And if you want to cut any of this out, we can cut whatever you want out of this. No, 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 um, no, no. Nope, nope. This is a uh, real life. Uh, this is something real. And uh, something I'm just processing in real time. So, um, no. Um, I, I saw it pop up. It was uh, Sean Jones, uh, one of our Patreon members, put it in one yeah. of the comments. Mm-hmm. I did not want to... You know, he, he put on here, not fully confirmed in all caps, letting us know. That's, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to speculate. And then he said that uh, Pro Wrestling Insiders, the... Uh, the source. Um, well, hey, you know what? Hopefully, we find out that this is not true. Um, we're still waiting to hear some stuff here, get some more confirmation. Let me, um, let me I'm opening up uh, PW Insider. I got the Elite account. Let me see. Let's see. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. The word going yeah, around heart, is that he suffered heart. a heart attack uh, yeah. at the age of 58. Yeah. You know, I'm glad he got to tell a story with, uh, you know, dark side. I'm oh, glad man, he, man, got did he get to tell his story? He, de- he, he, I mean, that was, that was told his way. Yeah. You know, which is nice, especially we've talked about, you know, the Macho Man biography piece and things like that. And when things are told, yeah. to start, I mean, Dark Side, they, they do an incredible job as it is, but it's really nice. You know, you, you knew that had that man's stamp of approval on uh, on the way that it was presented. You know, New Jack, man. Guy did things his way. He uh, might have been controversial, and he might have said things some people took offense to. And it's understandable, respectable. But um, got talk about you know things that made you think wrestling was real. You 
you look at New Jack and you knew it was real. Yeah. Um, it was the real deal. And um, we were just talking about him the other day. Uh, went to, friend was in town from California. Me and my buddy Sebastian went to see, and Tracy went to see our buddy Je- uh, Jeff. And we're talking about how, like, one day we were we were going to Bruce Pritchard's show at the TLA with Conrad. And we went to the Oregon Diner before uh, the show, because that's what you do before wrestling in South Philly. And Tracy was going to the bathroom, and she just randomly, she lo- she saw New Jack at the fucking counter eating breakfast. <laughs> She's like, uh, Mr. Jack, I know you. Because um, <laughs> she changes her look so much, you know. I was like, oh, yeah, where's Meanie at? Came over and took a, had a hug and stuff. Oh, man, we got, I got so many stories with Jack and stuff like that. A guy who legit could have easily taken advantage of me. Because, like, you see everything with the mass transit incident. Mm-hmm. And here I am in the ring, you know, an overweight greenhorn. And he took care of me and he protected me. And, um, yeah, I'm going to, it's going to take a, a bit to process. Um, yeah. I mean, this isn't something you should have to process live on the air. Um, yeah. so again, you know, if you want to take a minute or you want to. Dude, it's, this is, this is life. This is, you know, this is it. I, you know. Well, everybody on pay who's here joining us on Patreon, um, they're all. I, look, I appreciate condolences to you. They're all saying, you know, because they all know I that appreciate. you've told some great New Jack stories on here in the past. Um, so everybody listening knows what you think of him and, and you know, and, and the friendship that you have with him. So, yeah, now the texts are coming in. Yeah. Um, What's a. Uh, no, 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 no. Put a po- no. we'll put What's a positive that? on things. What's a fun New Jack story? Maybe you haven't told us. Oh my God, uh, dude! I was just telling the. Well, that's not a positive story. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's a Austin. terrible? Yeah. yeah. Um, just uh, there's the story I know about your uh, about his kid, right? Uh, one time, Jack comes up to me in the ECW locker room goes. Like, I hate with you, meanie. Oh, shit. What the fuck? I'm dead. Right? <laughs> I, start, I start doing the Peter Griffin slow, you know, take the step backwards, you know, or the Homer Simpson into the in the bushes. Yep. <laughs> uh, like my daughter comes up to me and says, Daddy, I want something for show and tell. She goes, and I goes, I ain't no thing. You know, I give her, you know, one of my 8x10s or uh, one of my matches, and she takes it in for show and tell. She goes, uh-uh, Daddy, I don't want you. I want the blue meanie. <laughs> I want that motherfucking meanie. Uh, so I gave him uh, gave him an 8x10 and one of my uh, ring-worn shirts. Uh, Hand it to him. To I'm so it. sorry. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Please, Mr. Jack, don't don't shift me. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. Um, you know, I've said this before with... Uh, Joel Gertner, we were talking about uh, Sandman. I was like, look, I speak fluent in Sandman. I also sp- spoke fluent in New Jack. 
uh, me and Jack could talk and just be cool and have an understanding. And, um, you know, we got along. And there's even one time where we kind of had a beef. And, um, like, uh, we had 3PW, and we're going to book New Jack against Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, New Jack missed his flight. Uh, apparently, somebody saw even saw him at the airport, you know, and uh, he didn't show up for the match, and Bigelow took it personal, thinking that, you know, Jack didn't want to work with Bigelow because of whatever happened at Wrestlepalooza where, you know, New Jack got knocked out and Bigelow had to carry, you know, Jack and all that stuff. Or it was an accident, whatever. And then uh, Bigelow that night goes out in the ring and says, you know, something about New Jack. So then me and Jack have like, and this is for social media. This is like on our, uh, our, our website bullshit, you know, or message board bullshit. And uh, I was like, man, that's disappointing. But then we both did a show at the arena for, I want to say Pro Wrestling Unplugged, uh, local indie. And uh, I was like, hey, what's up, Jack? What's up, Meanie? He's like, we cool? I was like, we're cool. And we just hugged, and that was it. And no, you know, come to blows or anything like that, because I know New Jack and Balls had a falling out. And I saw them have a physical altercation that was a shoot and was very scary. And uh, I'm just glad that wasn't (laughs) me and Jack. So me and Jack had this understanding. We had this friendship. We had this bond. Uh, He reached out to me recently during the pandemic, asking me about Cameo and stuff like that. And, you know, he wanted to do... uh, trying to do some kind of like virtual meet and greets where, where it's me and him kind of thing, like a Farley and Spade type thing. I'd be Chris Farley, be David Spade or whatever, you know? And, uh, it's back and forth, man. I wish we could have done something, but, uh, yeah. And this fucking sucks. Um, trying to, uh, I'm looking through hoping I'm going to see either more confirmation from a trusted source not well, saying pro Jones, wrestling, not, pretty, no, no, I'm not saying yeah, that's yeah. not a trusted source. I'm saying a, additional yeah. confirmation from a trusted source or something to say it was wrong. And, uh, yeah. Um, man. I will say this and it's going to sound weird. Uh, I'm saddened, but I'm not shocked. Um, I'm sad. I'm, I'm sad. My friend's gone, but, um, Dude ran with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> if I could bring if I could bring a Van Allen reference into this. You know, he uh he lived life. He enjoyed life. Um I'm glad I got to share things with him. I mean, there was times in downtime me and him would hang out. Uh he'd have a random person's car and me and you want to hang out? Yeah, let's <laughs> hang out. We just drive around Philly and it was just like it's like that scene out of uh, Beyond the Mat where him and Barry Bloom or, or, or yeah. Barry Blaustein's driving around in a convertible all happy and stuff <laughs> like that. It's a, But it's just me and Jack like, <laughs> and uh, stuff like that. I remember we went to Atlanta for, uh, might have been Russell Palooza, and Jack's from Atlanta. I'm like, Jack, where's two, uh, 
where's there, where's there to go? And I had, you know, it, they were having some kind of music festival downtown. And me and uh, my girlfriend at the time, I was like, oh, the Foo Fighters are playing. Let's go see the Foo Fighters. Like, no, nah, I mean, you don't want to go there. And he sent me to some place. It was, it was such, it was such a rib. It was such the hood. And we, <laughs> it was like that scene out of Animal House where they walk in and the record skips. <laughs> and everybody just looks. And again, we do the Peter Griffin, Homer Simpson back, back into the up, elevator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where do, uh, where do we park? Uh, oh man. And I saw him next day. I was like, "You motherfucker!" He would just he, 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 there was no he. I, I looked at him. I went, "You son of a bitch!" And he just laughed because uh. he knew he fucking <laughs> sent my ass to uh, <laughs> a social gathering uh, where I did not fit. Uh, but uh, nah, Jack, dude, man, God love you. I love you to death, dude. I had an opportunity to. Meet him. Met, uh, I had met him once. This is a, a fan. Had an opportunity to meet him at a show that I was doing commentary for. And uh, maybe two years ago. And he was there. Um, I went up, shook his hand. You know, very nice, polite. He was had a camera crew with him filming things. Um, filming kind of like a documentary on him. Uh, not, yeah. not Dark Side, but it was, it was something else. Yeah, and uh, and I remember I'm doing commentary, and they said something. They're like, "Yeah, you know, Jack's gonna get into the ring at some point. Can't really do very much, but he's gonna he'll do something." That he man really didn't need to do much. You know, yeah, with no, but that man he he went in there. Basically, I think like the rule was like, don't really like touch him. You know, like yeah. let let him do something, but don't you know? Yeah, but he got in there. He had different ideas in mind. He was trying to get people to. You know, had somebody come attack him from behind and do it like he, you know, still wanted to be involved. And um, for me, as a uh, as a huge ECW fan and a fan of New Jack, to have that opportunity to have, you know, they were playing his music and it's going the entire time that he's in there. And it's like a be, movie. And to be able to to just call the action of what was happening while he's there with that music playing in the background was uh you know that that's those are the like highlights for me in my career and uh you know but i'll never i mean you couldn't grow up an ecw fan and have a a bad memory of new jack god even even the mass transit thing as a fan that was gave you something to talk about for a while you know (laughs) like that was yeah. I know he was vilified for that, and what he did was vicious. But, you know, um, I mean, it was fucked up, but it's kind of like, you know, um, jumping into a tiger cage and wondering what, what happens when that tiger goes tiger, you yeah. know? Yep. <laughs> you know, that. It's like, you know, to to paraphrase Chris Rock, who uh, talked about Roy from Siegfried and Roy biting the guy in the face. What do you expect? He was a fucking tiger. Yeah, you put your head (laughs) in the tiger's mouth. And and then you're shocked when the tiger bites. He asked New Jack to cut him. Yeah. 
I think that's a look. You know? And that was the first thing I was taught as a wrestler from Al. Hey, don't let somebody else. Don't let anybody else. Only you know your comfort level of depth. I mean, yep. You know, I think we all know that. I don't think that's anybody's comfort level. <laughs> having that, well, but yeah. I mean, look, it, it, it's. I mean, that's what I was, mean. If you're going to ask somebody, if you're going to ask somebody cut, you look at their forehead first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you got to look at what they gauge a uh, you know appropriate. But look, he I think Dark Side, like I said, when he got to tell his story, his way on Dark Side of the Ring, this is not a guy who was asking people to look at you know, oh, I'm so misunderstood, I'm so no, he was he was an open book, he was yeah. who he was, and you know, you can't sit here and and pretend he was some saint. Who did, you know, and honestly, if you sat here right. and you tried to do that, he'd probably be the first one to smack you in the mouth and go, the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, yeah. that's not me. That's not who I am. Yeah. But he had a code. He, he, he was a rebel. Yeah. He had a code for that every, he lived by. You could, you could tell from that interview. For everything people, uh, I mean, you know, you look at a Bruiser Brody, you look at an original Sheik. Are the outlaws look at these outlaws who just did their thing and were over, and no way you can bury them, you know, because they did things their way. And you know, or look at Sabu, I mean, he's a carbon copy of the Sheik, you know, yep. in his ways, where he, he'll say things you might not agree with, or he'll say things to get a reaction that he might not mean, or probably doesn't mean, but hey. Right or wrong, you know, so you're talking about, you know, you look at the mass transit incident. It was horrific. I saw it as it happened with my own eyes and then uh, watched it again on the uh, RF video video camera that night because we stayed at Gabe's house that night. And I was like, dude, let me look at that footage again. I was like, holy shit. And, um, but New Jack was him. Yeah, that's... They say the best characters are those, you know, with your your own personality turn up to 11. Uh, he was already on 11. He was already on 11. So, um, God bless you, man. God bless you, Jack. I'm not a religious person, but God bless you, man. You uh, you looked out for me. You took care of me. Uh, you easily could have gave me the mass transit uh, treatment. Uh, you could easily give me the Chad Austin treatment, uh, but he took care of me, man. And he looked out for me. Like there's times in, you know, where he thought supposedly somebody was just like saying something about me and he came to me and like, and you know, he defended me on a couple of times, you know, you know, guys were killing themselves to get over and I would just go out there and dance. And, you know, sometimes people get a little angry that, you know, I kind of had an easy gig, but that was the gig I was given, you know? He's like, fuck y'all. <laughs> Let Meanie be Meanie, you know? It's just shit like that. Just, uh, he stuck up for me, you know? Word got back to me that he stuck up for me. And uh, he always looked out for me. So, uh, and he's always protected me when we were in the ring, you know? And he always gave me the option if there was something I didn't want to do, tell him, you know? Like with the staple gun shit and stuff like that. And, he gimmicked it in a way where it didn't hurt and stuff like that. When I went back the second time, I was the skinny guy, skinny meanie. But, uh, yeah, man. 
Fucking horrible. It's a uh, saddened too, but not shocked. Yeah. Too young. Um, but again, look, you're talking about a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. From a you know, a guy who, my f- who did it his way, man. He lived he lived his life. You know. My thoughts go out to his uh, his kids. Um you know. Take an opportunity. You're listening to this, you'll be listening to this on a Monday. Take an opportunity to check out his dark side of the ring from last season. You know? Yeah, blast some uh blast some uh, natural born killers tonight. Yeah. I think uh we're gonna get fucking drunk tonight. Yeah. Well, you're going to anyway, so you might as well. Uh, I got a reason. If the, if Ms. if McCusker's was open, <sighs> I'd be going right there. Anytime like something happens, yeah, you know, like uh, like Harry Callis died. Right. Oh, we gotta go to McCusker's. No, if Eddie Van Halen died, you know, like the day Van Halen died, I gotta go to McCusker's and just play. We just play Van Halen all night, or you know, play Phillies things all night. Right now, if McCusker's was open right now, I would be uh, live streaming from there right now, doing the rest of the show. But um, God damn, man, this sucks. Yeah, this is not. Uh, um, well, hey, I, you know, I appreciate you staying on and. Nah, why? Well, what am I going to do? You know, this is. I don't think anybody would have blamed you to say, hey. You know, let's cut for a little while. We can come back tomorrow and do the show. No, no, and I appreciate that. But look, you know, when we started this podcast, I wanted to be real, as real as real can be. Share life events. Be a companion piece. Uh, Me, you, and our Patreon, the Pod Squad, are sitting here listening, and we all learn this together. We're having a moment. It's a moment. It's a fucked up moment. It's a sad moment, but it's a moment. And, um, uh, I mean, yeah, we got to, got to go on. Got to, got to keep doing it. Um, you know, I'll, 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 I'll properly have a feel, you know, have a few feelings once this is over and you know, I start transferring the files over. But, uh, holy shit. Uh, yeah, I got like a got a text from uh, a couple of these W guys going. I heard you know, you know, New Jack died, and I, that's when I started looking it up. And then I have a fe- I had a feeling you were <laughs> reading the same thing I was reading. And- yeah, I know. I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I was I was responding to what you said while reading the thing, and just totally. I mean, I'm not even sure how much dead air there was, you know, I just, I, I'm trying to keep going on. And all my thought was, was why well, I don't want to bring this up to Meany until I know for a fact. And then do I want to bring this up on air? Do I want to cut? And then, you know, you, um, no, dude, leave it as it is, man. Yeah. Leave it as it is. Well, Hey man, it, I appreciate you being, yeah. you know, this is, uh, you know, this is real like life. This. Why, this, why, this, why, 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 yeah. It's real life. It's it's uh you know part of that that ECW family, um yeah. that you were lucky enough to be a part of that we the fans were lucky enough to watch, you know yeah. and um, you know anyone who's ever entertained by by New Jack man, um, fucking all- dude he was in my thoughts a lot this this week, yeah uh, 
Yeah, I was telling the story the other night. We went to the diner and had dinner, and I was telling the story about Chad Austin. Tracy was talking about how we ran into New Jack at the Oregon Diner. And then I was thinking about the night, you know, uh, my banner went up in the arena for the Hardcore Hall of Fame, and he was there, and just different things. He was in my thoughts this week, and it's so weird. So weird. Um, You know what, though? Better to have somebody in your thoughts prior yeah. Then just after, you know, that speaks to yeah. the person. And the, and the George Carlin thing is, is uh, my internal George Carlin uh, goes back to peace. So when somebody goes, I just saw him the other day and well, it didn't fucking help. He still died. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking the new Jack this week. Well, it didn't fucking help. Maybe you killed him. You know, <laughs> don't you feel guilt? Meanie killed new Jack. Oh, um, Fuck, I killed Chris Cornell. He died on my birthday, so. Could have been worse. He could have died on my birthday. I, I, I guess you can't argue that. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Um, these, are, these, are the, these are the things I do to try to distract myself that I'm really fucking bummed out right now. You know, I will tell you, I'm looking, you know, you see on social media here, people posting pictures with people. I've, I've always been of that mindset that you don't, um, you don't go up to wrestlers and ask to take a picture together and do stuff. And I've tried so hard to break that because you see, as these things go on, you see these name wrestlers who are just like, God, man, I wish I would have taken a picture with this guy. I wish I would have taken a picture with that guy. Like, you know, um, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad hey, I have the memory. Nobody needs to see a picture of me in new Jack, but I have the memory of being able to work with him and, and, or work adjacent to him and, you know, that, that was cool for me. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, look, it, it's appreciate the talent that's out there now that's entertaining you. Yeah. Um, that, that's what I would say to wrestling fans. You know, we started this show kind of, I was talking about the negativity, you know, the negativity in, in, Social media, negativity in the world, negativity in the wrestling community and every community. Go, go, you know, we're all a part of wrestling Twitter. Yeah. Go find some other Twitter. Go down that rabbit hole and you're going to see the same damn messages yeah. just with different my, names. My phone's blowing up. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut. No, no, no. I understand completely. Um, what I'm saying is. Everyone's negative. Everyone, you know, we get all, you know, we, we poke fun at Dave Meltzer or something. And, you know, I got to tell you, and I don't mean this in any light, but your first thought, if, if, if you were to read something about any of the people we were just critiquing, your first thought yeah. is going to be to instantly forget the critiques and start thinking about the positives. And I wish that, you know, if, if nothing else, maybe this happening on the air can be a lesson that, like, including a guy like a Meltzer, maybe just the way to be is just start looking at the positives of positives of people while they're here. Positives of like, there's so much damn negativity. The way I look at it now is like, you don't need to create negativity. You don't need to welcome that in because shit like this is going to happen. And real life is going to rear its ugly head, no matter how positive you want to be. So why the hell would you let stuff in that you can control? So, yeah, 
Um, well, my thoughts are my thoughts are with you know New Jack's family. My thoughts are with you and and the ECW locker room and anybody who knew had the pleasure of working with him and uh, and us fans. Man, he 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 left a left a mark on us. That's for sure, dude. Uh, uh, there was one time in ECW, uh, New Jack was out and injured. <clears throat> So they were doing a thing with Danny Doring. He had his uh, entourage. It was him, Equalizer, um, Mike Lazansky, and maybe, uh, oh, and uh, Jack Victory. And they were, he was having a match with, might have been Jack Victory having a match with, uh, with Tommy Dreamer. And then they're all ganging up on him. And they're all being up Dreamer. And, you know, Danny Dorn gets on the mic and says, uh, you know, uh, I'm the greatest, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm the greatest dancer. And they, you know, they hit my music. And me and Nova do the gangsters yeah. entrance where they uh, hit my music, let my, which was uh, Let Me Clear My Throat by DJ Cool. And, uh, we had the trash can full of plunder that, you know, is normally reserved for New Jack. <laughs> and uh, uh, me, and, me and Nova probably should have uh, got together and said, okay, we'll both throw it over the top rope or we'll, hey, we'll both throw it over, you know, through the two middle ropes. Well, he went to throw it <laughs> over the top rope. I went to throw it to, through the two middle ropes. And we both hit the top rope. And all the plunder and all the weapons are pouring down on the floor. And we're like, oh. And we're fucking like, I grab a crutch, slide in. While, you know, Nova's throwing out in the rest of the weapons that poured out. And I go in. I, you know, I duck a thing, hit Jack with the crutch. I hit this and that and the other thing. And we do the whole, basically, the noon Jack match with Dreamer and Nova. Well, now, New Jack is out with an injury. He's on crutches, but he's up in the eagle's nest right next to the hard cam. And we look up to him, and we give him we give him the, uh, the gangsta X. We salute him. And, uh, you know, we go to the back, and he comes down. He hobbles down the thing. He goes, you motherfuckers made me fall out of my chair and laugh so hard. <laughs> he's like... Motherfucker, meanie, only you could get away with a fuck up like that and people think you meant it. He's like, that was some, he said, meanie, that was some entertaining shit. And then, like, we did that at the arena. And then the next week we're in Louisiana and he brings it up again. And he's like, he's like, only the fucking blue meanie get away with fucking fucking up his butt. And people go, oh, that's just meanie, you know? <laughs> and, uh, Somewhere I, that'll probably what I'll do. I'll go up on uh, social media and us doing the uh, the X for Jack. So me, Dreamer, and Nova. I got a gift of that on my phone somewhere. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll do that tribute. But uh, definitely gonna have a couple cocktails for him tonight. Um, um, I'm, I'm I'm grateful I got to have a couple cocktails with him. You know, uh, there's one thing to you know hang out with somebody backstage or at a show 
plenty of times at the travel lodge, <laughs> plenty of times at the, uh, uh, the holiday Inn on Packer Ave, you know, mm-hmm. one of the few hotels we weren't thrown out of, um, <laughs> but good shit, man. Yeah. Uh, good dude. Very mis, uh, very controversial, very misunderstood. Um, God um, bless him. I love him, man. It this seems sucks. it seems uh, inappropriate to go to an ad. Um, so I'm just going to say because we do have a responsibility to it. I will Absolutely. say, um, manscape.com. Um, if you don't want to look like mass transit, if you don't want, if you you don't want your balls to look like. New Jack's forehead. There you go. I was I was trying not to say it, but you could say it. I can say that. You can say it. Uh, go to manscape.com, Use the promo code Meany twenty. Save yourself twenty uh, percent and get free shipping. Um, we will thank you, and your balls will thank you. Um, and uh, we have to, you know, we have a responsibility dude, dude, to sponsor. Dude, to do the read. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's good. I think, you know, we, we, everybody knows and, uh, you know, do, do it for your balls. Um, take care of yourself. <laughs> Go to manscaped.com. Promo code meanie 20. Save 20%. Get yourself some free shipping. And what do you think? You, you in the mood for a little ask meanie before we, before we go home? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ask me something. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll kick things off with uh, uh, Josh Chernoff at So Says Chernoff asks uh, Meanie, who prepared? You mentioned uh, earlier in episode sixty of Mind of the Meanie. You mentioned um, the trash can that was normally reserved for New Jack. Who mm-hmm. prepared? The trash cans. Was that something where he was like, hey, I brought Nintendo. I'm going to throw that in there. Or was, did you guys have somebody? Was it kind of people just randomly throw crap in there? How did that, on average, how did that come about? Fans brought it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, when Jack would come to the ring with the trash can over his shoulder. Oh, and he just, had random crutches and crap like that. They would just gather that shit at the door in the trash can, bring it in the back, and then... Uh, so they would gather yeah. from fans, like fans would bring random stuff. Fans would legit bring weapons. I don't know why that <laughs> seems surprising to me. I mean, it's yeah, fans it's legit different. brought weapons, and um, yeah, and uh, they they would uh, thank you. They would gather him at the door and uh, bring him in the back, and you know, he would look at it like uh, you know an artist looking at his paintbrushes <laughs> or, or his palettes, you know. But uh, yeah, that was all. That was legit. All fan brought. You know, we didn't have the budget to go out, right. <laughs> look for random Nintendos and shit like that. Uh, Mark and Dryden at Mark Matsuo asks a couple of questions here. First one: Have either of you seen WWE's Get Vaccinated commercial? If so, any opinions on it? I have not. Uh, I have. It's one of the, they'll run it. It's basically, uh, you know, all the stars just clip after clip of like just encouraging to get vaccinated let's get back to life and stuff my opinion is get vaccinated um 
you know, yeah, everybody's instantly suspicious of why WWE does things one way or the other. Um, are they doing it because they want to get back to having fans? Yes. Is there anything wrong with that? No. Um, get vaccinated. That's uh, his other reminds, question. I'm sorry. What were you saying? It reminds me of um, Bill Hicks had this thing where he's talking about, you know, uh, Judas Priest got sued for having subliminal lyrics, you know, in their songs. And they're like, these songs told them their fans to kill themselves. And Bill Hicks is like, uh, you know, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but uh, who wants their fans dead? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it makes me think of that because, you know, yeah, WWE wants their fans to be alive. You know, yeah. um, because, you know. Because they're a business. You're a business. You need fans. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it just seems like common sense. Uh, Mark and Dryden also asked, uh, are Sean Oliver and the RF video group forerunners of wrestling podcasts, or am I way off on this? No, I will. Uh, Sean Oliver is a way better recorded uh, version. You could easily, you could easily to just take the audio from your show and make it a podcast. I mean, in essence, what he's asking is, were shoot interviews the precursor to podcasts? In a way. In a way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not off base to think that. You know? Um, yeah. Some are uh, done with good intentions, and some are done to, uh, you know, vent. Or, you know... It, uh, further a beef, <laughs> so to speak. What was that? I don't that know sound? if that noise. It what's did, that? Yeah, what was that sound? Uh, your uh, computer virus thing, uh, thingamajing. Yeah. Fuck happens. you, McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Suck oh, it. Oh, man. Um, here's one Andy Slichter. Uh, are the 93 Phillies the only sports team, sports team that could possibly be a wrestling promotion with the amount of characters on that team? Dude, I wrote a, an article for Sports Illustrated comparing the 93 Phillies to ECW. And yeah? I broke down each Phillies player and who they were. Really? Yeah. Do you have a yeah, copy of that? I, I have it, yeah. Um, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. it's, 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 uh, we can put that up on Patreon. We will. For, we will. I guess for me and Slichter, I don't know if anyone else cares about the 93 uh, uh, Phillies, but I, I, I won't do it off the top. I can't do it off the top of my head, but I like, I, I broke down who was who, you know, like Shane Douglas was Kurt Schilling and, you know, Lance Storm was Jim Eisenreich, shit like that. Who was, uh, uh, John Kruk was bought. John Crook was Balls Mahoney. Um, oh, that that there's a yeah. there's a wink and a nod in that one. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Was yeah. that the intention or no? No. 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 The big bearded guy with long hair and just uh, there's that story of John uh, Harry Callis going up to John Crook. John Crook, for those who don't know, after the '93 season, had a testicular cancer, had treatment, and he came back. And it was his first game back, and um, 
I, I, I want, I'm going to fuck up the joke. He's like, I want you to take it. Please stay swing at whatever. He's like, why? He's like, I want to, I want to say, uh, oh, oh yeah. I don't. He, uh, here's here. It just popped in my head. Harry Callis, the voice of God and oh. the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies, uh, said to John Crock, please take a strike at the, uh, the first thing. Cause I don't want to say, uh, John Crock, no strikes, one ball. And John Cruck thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. It is. You know? John, 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 John Cruck has told that story. Yeah. I mean, that's, come on. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, um, John Cruck with uh, no strikes, one ball. What about, who did you compare to Mitch Williams, to the wild thing? Oh, my God. I have to look it up. 93. So, 93, that was my, yeah. like. Magic. Uh, the height magic. of my fan uh, as a kid. Like, I remember us all sitting there watching the game with towels on our heads, kind of, you know, just say, like, I, yeah. I remember that. I was, what, I was like 10 or something. Uh, you were, yeah. what, what were you, mid 30s or so? So, like, at, at that point in time, try to lighten the mood a little bit here. Um, yeah. I remember when I was getting to a fist fight when they lost that World Series. I was working in the, in the casinos. Yeah. And there was this fucking jerk off, this fucking goof who uh, was rooting against the Phillies the whole entire time. And the Phillies against the Braves, go Braves! And when they won, I was like, oh, okay, he'll stop. Go Toronto! Yeah, and then when matter. he won, he, Just, and, when, and when they won, he was such a goober. He was such so weird. He was just like, yes! Yes! <laughs> and like, it wasn't like shtick. That's how he really talked. I was like, you motherfucker, I'm about to get into a fight starting my shift, because like, we watched in the, the break room, because I worked at the graveyard shift midnight to eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to get the fight into a fight going, you know, to work. So like, you know, <laughs> long story short, uh, I quit there. I go to train and then, uh, I moved back home for a little bit and then I go to the casino just to do some gambling and I run into some of the security guards I was working with. And they were, they were like, yeah, so-and-so he said something, somebody in, the break room and they just beat the fucking shit out of him. I was like, Oh my God. Like, oh man. He he said something to somebody and the person took it the wrong way. And they said they beat him so bad. He looked like the, they had to wrap him up. He looked like the fucking mummy. I was like, ah, Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, that's 93. Uh, they didn't win the world series, but man, just the fact that they beat that Braves team, mm-hmm. that fucking Braves team. That one might as well have just been the World Series right there. Yeah, you know that was the mo- that was the moment. Um, Holy shit! You know, but then uh, yeah, Toronto. It's like, hey, listen, man, you're not even in our country. What are you doing? Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that of every single team in the continental United States, fucking the Phillies won. I'm I'm just saying. I mean, again, it was the World Series. I understand. All right. But I'm just saying they should have kept right they should have kept name, Roger Mason in. Name one other yeah. Name one other team in the ninety three season that won over the Phillies. One other team in the United States. Yeah. You can't. That's all I'm saying. So as far as I'm concerned, yeah. World Series champions. Uh hey, shout out to uh Antonio Santos. Um, brand new Patreon member. Um, welcome. welcome. Yeah, just got that notification. Um, 
very happy to have you here. And speaking of Patreon members, uh, I, I do want to say uh, there is now a hashtag Sorensen Blue Level T-shirt available on our Patreon. Um, and <laughs> James Sorensen, you will be getting your your free shirt. Um, but uh, also, oh, that reminds me. Um, yes. If you're listening to this and you're owed, I mean, we're going to try and reach out to you, but just to double check, if you are owed um, for being on Patreon at a specific tier, some of you are owed uh, figures, and we want to get those out to you this week. So shoot us over a message on Patreon, and we'll make sure that we, uh, just to make sure we have your address right and everything like that, and we'll send those on out to you. Um, Absolutely. And for those of you who want to get figures and don't uh, have that, you know, uh, go uh, <laughs> go over to, to mindofthemeanie.com and uh, get those figures. Um, it's funny. I just thought about I actually grab them cakes. I need to see. Um, so speaking of figures, it popped into my head. You know, I'm still thinking about New Jack. Um, yeah. Yeah. New Jack had a figure that was uh, from ECW that was very that highly sought after, and uh, Brian Myers was looking for this thing for years. It was the No Noose New Jack. So the New Jack figure originally came with a noose around right. his neck. And then there was the No Noose New Jack, which for a long time people were just like, "I don't think that really exists." It was like rumor, right? Well, Brian Myers eventually R- got it. And I rumor rem- and innuendo. Rumor and innuendo. Um, and uh, Brian eventually got it. And I remember, I remember having like about a year. God, it must have been like two years ago at this point because it's pre-COVID. New Jack was going to be appearing at something, and I remember. Um, so Brian had tried to get it signed. He needed to get it signed by New Jack, and he like sent it to a buddy or somebody that he knew who was going to go to some convention somewhere in a state far away from where Brian Myers was, and New Jack was booked, so he was going to go and he was going to get it signed and send it back uh, to Brian. And then New Jack, for whatever reason, did not show up to the, <laughs> to the signing. He wasn't oh, there. Man. So Brian gets the thing back, and then I, I reached out to him because I saw New Jack was supposed to be somewhere, and... Uh, I was like, yeah, there's, this is going to happen. I just find out if you know anybody in that area. My gut wants to tell me that he eventually got it signed. I'm almost positive he did, but I'm going to double check. I want to know. But if he did, that is so cool. And uh, I know in the dark side of the ring, you could see New Jack had those figures on his wall, hanging on his wall yeah. in there. And uh, But now it made me think of that when I was talking about the figures. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I know that was the No Noose New Jack. Was a is a highly sought after uh, figure, and I think somewhere on my collection here, I've got somewhere around here. I've got a, uh, I've got the New Jack figure from anybody that I've ever worked with or called a match for or done anything like that. I have their figure on display yeah. if I have a figure of them. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I've got that somewhere. Um, and that's a that's another bummer. I mean, he could easily done something with cello toys you know yeah. get a new figure or yep. you know um get them in the uh the video game or something we could have done something yeah you know but. um we are getting a uh an ask meanie 
here from, uh, God, I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to read your handle so I don't screw this up. Uh, at Primetime Grape wants to know, <laughs> what are your favorite New Jack stories? Just, uh, there, were, there was an ECW show in Toronto, Canada, and we're all like, you know, going to Canada, you worry about who's going to get across the border, and fucking New Jack shows up in the locker room. We're like, New Jack made it into Canada? <laughs> New Jack made it into Canada? He's like, yeah, that fucking water was cold. <laughs> As if he fucking yeah. you know, swam. But uh, That's amazing. Just, yeah, I mean, everything. Like, uh, I remember one time I was, like, th- trying to think of new fucking ring music. You know, me and Nova were on our own. I was like, man, what's this song? And I, I re- and it was like Apache by the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. But I'm, like, sitting there fucking trying to rap to fucking New Jack. I was like, it goes like this. And, you know, the <laughs> Rapping Ranger and Hi-Ho Silver. He goes, oh, you know, Apache, Sugar Hill Gang. You know, it's, <laughs> we... We could talked about we could have talked about anything, and we 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 literally did. But uh, um, my God, yeah, I even wrote wrote a thing for his book. I wrote for I wrote uh, the forward to his biography. You know, I was cool that he asked me to. Uh, That's awesome. To, to that speaks that. to speaks to the relationship there. Yeah, yeah, we, we were totally a fucking Farley and Spade fucking duo, <laughs> man. Just, uh, it's fucking crazy, man. It's just, I'm, I'm still processing it. I wish I could find a photo of us doing the fucking axe gimmick, but, uh, you know, hey, that'd Pod's, be the ultimate. Pod Squad thing. on Patreon is watching this right now. See if you guys can find it for Meanie. I'm pretty sure Pro Sli- and Gifts has it. Slide into uh, his DMs. Lo- um, yeah. Hey, Ringside Rant, uh, our good friend RJ Krasinski says, have either of you ever thought of starting an acting career or becoming a writer? So uh, I've starred in a couple movies, uh, independently done. And uh, if I'm going to write anything, I got to write my fucking book. <laughs> um, that's something I, that's on my fucking list to do. Um, I always had, like, like, I tell, I have friends who write movies, TV shows, all that shit. I'm like... I have a constant show I'm going on in my head. I constantly have like these mini arguments going on in my head. They're like, well, write them down. That could be good shit for you a never script. Know. You never, never know. know. But, you know, um, by the time I remember to write it, it's dissipated. Uh, for me, uh, I actually had an acting career prior to getting back into wrestling. Uh, the week before I went to StarCast, the first StarCast, um, was kind of when I wrapped things up. I was uh, nominated for an IEW TV award for best uh, male performance in a comedy uh, alongside nice. Don Rickles, which was <laughs> kind of amazing. He had passed and was not there, um, uh, but that was an awesome experience. Went out to L.A. on the red carpet. Um, that was very cool. Uh, and that was, I was nominated for my role in a show called Business as Usual, the B-I-Z, uh, that yeah. started, it, it was, uh, we did 60 episodes of that show. It started in 2008, uh, ran for four seasons, and then uh, I want to say five years later, came back and did another season. Um, and uh, 
I wrote 56 of the 60 episodes. Um, and obviously kind of, you know, was the creator of the show as well. Uh, that's how I was able to write so much. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was, it was a web TV series. Originally it was on the blip.tv network, uh, which does sure. not exist anymore. It was bought by Disney, but, uh, we were on that and that all spawned from when I was doing stuff on the, uh, first season of it's always sunny in Philadelphia where if you have a really good eye, you can catch me on two episodes of that. Um, doing background. I was just work thinking of that the other day. Cause, uh, me and my friends were talking about the Blair witch. I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Josh did an episode always sunny with uh, the girl from the, the girl Blair from the Blair witch. Yeah. Which is so cool. I was a stand in for Charlie day, which means that they set the lights around me and yeah. then go, all right, stand ins out principal actors in. And then, you know, you switch places, but those guys asked me like, "Hey, you got, you want to be in this scene? You want to be in that scene?" I was like, "Yeah, that'd be cool." I had no idea that they were in charge, so I was just like, "I thought I was like, man, these actors, these these no name actors really have a, a lot of pull here uh, on this little yeah. show." And but uh, yeah, I did I, I so I had a nice acting career. You can go to IMDb, type my name in, see all the crap that I've done. But uh, and business as usual. Um, unfortunately, when Blip dot tv went away uh we had to move everything over to youtube so we've got you know some episodes look like they have like one view um yeah. <laughs> so yeah they were moved like years later um but yeah if anyone ever cares or is interested um it was the most uh you know champagne on a beer budget this was like beer on a tap water budget um, but that's, a, but you know, we did the best we could and I'm, I'm proud of what we did. If you, if you put it in the, in the, uh, perspective of that, it was 2008 and we had no experience. Uh, I'm very proud of the, of season five, the one that was, that I got nominated for, for and IAWTV is the international Academy of web television. Um, nice. yeah, it was really cool. And, uh, they, it was a great experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think, um, I think the show was funny at times. Um, some of the, uh, talking with friends, people appeared in it. Um, but it was cool. It was, it was kind of like a, a, a it was something that I had kind of wrapped up and wasn't really considering doing any more of, I was back and forth on what I wanted to do and then found myself back in, in, uh, uh, in the wrestling business and, and said, you know what? I love doing this. So, you know, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's the answer. As far as a writer, uh, my brother is a, uh, he's like an Amazon, uh, Amazon, like number one best-selling author and stuff. Like I, Fred is yeah. a, a great author. He does. It's like sci-fi something or another. He has a, a series, the Atlantic Island trilogy. Uh, and awesome. another book called The Traveler, which I, I love. Um, but I, I don't know if Traveler as well, but I know the Atlantic Island series was actually, they uh, someone did that on a audiobook. So there's an audiobook version of that as well. Um, it's not him reading it. It's somebody else. Yeah. They got like an actor. But um, So yeah, as far as becoming a writer, that uh, uh, other than writing the, the TV stuff, I, you know, writing like sitcoms versus writing anything else, I think is very different. Like 
it's same as like when you write music, like you can write a certain kind of music, but like I can write a certain kind of music, but there's a different genre. Doesn't matter if I could write a thousand songs in one genre, the other one's just, you know, a different language to me. So, you know, writing's an incredible thing, but as far as writing books and stuff, that's, that's Fred's department. Um, he's, he's the man. Yeah. Fred, Fred word. Keep him busy. Um, He's, uh, I know he's got a, a, he's working on an awesome idea of a book that's kind of like a, it's it's like half history, half like real history and then half just like, you know, fiction, a fictional book, but he's working yeah. on something really cool. Um, that's awesome. But uh, um, here's a, uh, maybe this would be the. The coup de gras. Yeah. The last question here. Um, Jonathan Chambers writes. What do you guys think of having an off season in wrestling, kind of like MLW are doing now? I don't know if M- is MLW doing that or was it an off season just because of COVID? I don't know. I, Unfortunately, I'm not COVID. familiar enough. Um, sorry, well, sorry, co- sorry business co- daddy. Um, <laughs> MLW, sorry, we don't. We don't watch the product. Um, yeah, uh, well, like I said, it's it's been hard to watch wrestling in general, yeah. but I I enjoy MLW. I enjoy their product. Uh, I love Richard Holiday. Mm. Uh, I, I've pitched ideas to him. Hopefully, he uh, takes them up the ladder. Um, but I, what they could do instead of having an official off season is just give guys off, cycle guys out. Hey, go away for a couple months. Go and enjoy life. Take take off. Give them a downside guarantee, like an off season payday, and just let them come back feeling uh, refreshed and rejuvenated. You know. You know, back in the day, uh, you know, guys would leave a territory and go somewhere else, and by the time they came back to that territory, they were hot again. They were fresh again. If you just you know, give guys you know, eight months on, four months off. Then that four months, somebody else commandeers the ship as far as matches go and stuff like that. You know, it it could be done. And the WWE doesn't have to stop its product. You're just giving people time off. If if they could just give people time off. So when they go away and, as JR likes to say, recharge their batteries, that means a lot. You give somebody four months off just to fucking breathe and enjoy life enjoy the money they make let them enjoy the, the fruits of the, their fruits of their labor the spoils of their labor whatever you want to fucking call it they would be happier to come when they come back you know yep. you can do it but it doesn't have to be called an off season just give people time off cycle the talent them yeah out. cycle them in cycle them out uh you want to you know let them have a reduced schedule let them go overseas go let them go to japan for a week or two uh where you know the hardcore fans the more uh the more uh smarter fans uh, the more casual fit not the casual fans i'm trying the more sophisticated fans mm-hmm. can watch them in japan and american fans will be like where'd he go you know not, I'm not saying every American fan's like that, but not everybody followed both, you know? So, American fan, he, so the American fans are stupid and the other ones are sophisticated. 
Yeah. Man, I see the so, headline uh, on Wrestling Inc. I can see it right now. <laughs> For the next six weeks. Uh, it's going to be on the fucking front page of my Google search. Oh, man. No, I 100% agree and get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Let them uh, go uh, have some fun. Learn a new hold. <laughs> well, cool. Bar. <laughs> well, cool, man. Uh, that's that's that for Ask Meanie. Um, yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. Uh, you know, look, episode 60 did not exactly go the way we originally thought yeah. it was going to. Um, and I'm glad that it was able to... Uh, I'm glad that it was able to become a somewhat of a tribute to New Jack. Um, you're yeah. able to tell some fun stories. Uh, I yeah. wish that it, I wish that it hadn't for a number of reasons. You know, obviously. Um, I, I'm smiling. I'm laughing, but it's just thinking of New Jack. Like, there's a photo of New Jack in a kayak going down a river somewhere, like he was. <laughs> There's so many fucking random things you could have done with New Jack and just out of character, and it would have been great, you know. Yeah. That's the shame of it, you know. Uh, I'm glad we kept in touch with him. Or, you know, I kept in touch with him and had some conversations with him during the pandemic. You know, I gave, you know, Evan and, you know, the dark size of his uh, contact info to hook that up and stuff like that. Hey, that's no small got, thing, man. That's that's got, got a got shout last, out in the credits. Yeah, he's got a lasting legacy because of that show, yeah. you know, yeah. that's going to go beyond yeah. anything. Because Lord, Lord knows, Peacock is going to be slicing mm-hmm. and dicing that footage. Uh, so, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, thank you to uh, our patrons who uh, shared this moment with us. Um, and you know, those downloading on Monday who were heard this a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, this is rough. Uh, and like I said, I'm sure I'm about to go have a couple beers. Um, and, uh, share some stories online. And if you're going to go have a couple beers, definitely have one for new Jack. And, uh, yeah, yeah man. Um, I don't really know how to. How to end the show from here. I don't want to end the show on a down yeah. note. It's tough to to not, but I, I think if if anything, you know, the old, you know, that's a guy who lived his life his way by his rules. And, you know, there's good or bad, there's a lesson in that somewhere. And uh yeah. he was an outlaw. He was one of the last outlaws, you know. Yep. Um Well, thank you, Meanie, for for, you know. Well, thank you for allowing me to uh, pay tribute to a, of course. a friend, uh, a very cool friend, very misunderstood friend, but ultimately he was my friend, and uh, I love him. Um, if all of you would like to follow us here at Mind of the Meanie on social media, at Mind of the Meanie across all platforms, uh, this was episode 60. We've been doing this for 60 weeks, and for 60 weeks, this has been the highlight of my week to be able to do this. Um, Whether we're talking about good things or, you know, occasionally we've had to talk about not so good things like today. And uh, 
you know, it, it's, we've built this great community where you really, we've gotten to a point in the very beginning. I remember when Meanie and I were doing this on video for Patreon and it was like, at the end, we're like, that's so weird. People were watching us. And now <laughs> speaking for myself, at least I think Meanie, you feel the same way. Now it doesn't feel like it's just you and me yelling out into a void somewhere. We yeah. really feel like we've got, you know, it's a room of us here. Um, and, uh, if anybody knows me in my personal life, you know that you could be in the room with me and I'd probably be talking just about as much as I am now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, we appreciate all of you. We appreciate uh, everybody who tunes in. Uh, make sure to subscribe over to our YouTube, youtube.com slash mind of the meanie. Um, and do us a favor, spread the word. Tell your friends about mind of the meanie. Um, we have been lucky enough to be one of those podcasts that has consistently held our audience. Um, and that means a lot to us. The fact that you're all still here, um, you know, that a year later we, we've got the same people um, tuning in. And of course we've got new people as well, but Hey, the more the merrier we want to keep building this thing. Um, sky's the limit. We got some really fun things planned. Um, August 7th, Port Henry, New York. Uh, don't miss yes. it. We're going to be at the Gatter, uh, the Brothers Gatter store, and uh, we'll have more information on that. But it's going to be a blast. I said it the right way this time, and uh, I did it, guys. I did it. Um, and uh, yeah, follow us uh, as individuals. He's at Blue Meanie BWO. I'm at So Says Chernoff. Um, check out some of our great shirts, most of which were created by uh, the one and only Andy Slichter. Uh, over at proslingtees.com slash mind of the meanie. Uh, you can go to mine, proslingtees.com slash so says Chernoff. And of course, meanie is proslingtees.com slash blue meanie for all your BWO and meanie needs. Uh, cameo, cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO. And uh, yes, I'm cameo.com slash so says Chernoff. Um, and that's it for us here. Meanie, any last, uh, last things you'd like to say to everybody, to the pod squad today? <laughs> Uh, the day. Well, uh, just to take a give a heads up to our fans. Uh, I know, kind of got sidetracked. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday. Uh, Tuesday, May eighteenth. Uh, over on our Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees dot com slash Blue Meanie and slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, we're having a birthday sale. So for my birthday, 20% off all Blue Meanie merchandise, Mind of the Meanie merchandise, use promo code Meanie and save 20%. Uh, what but, do you think? Uh, yeah. What do you think about doing a uh, doing a birthday sale on our action figures 24 hours only? You're the man. Yeah. You know what? We're doing it. We're going to do it. Decided it right now. A meanie birthday sale on Tuesday, May 18th for 24 hours. You can use the promo code MEANIE20 and save 20%. Uh, that's promo code MEANIE20 and save 20% on uh, our action figures inside the U.S. Uh, yeah. But around the world, you can order from us at mindofthemeanie.com mindofthemeanie.bigcartel.com you can get that uh, signed concept art because that's a hell of a lot cheaper to send so you can order that from anywhere in the world um, and I guess you know what 
whatever for for one day only 20% off that as well with promo code we 20 what do you think fucking do it oh, <laughs> yeah no, that'd be awesome no that's, that's a very generous uh, gesture on yeah no no we'll take it out of your cup um, <laughs> churn off um, but yeah so hey and happy birthday to the blue meanie happy birthday meanie another year around the sun uh, you changed my life for sure and you've changed all of our lives here at the pod squad we appreciate you we love you and we uh, we wish for many many more uh, happy birthdays for you and uh, I think that is as good a way as any to to wrap this show up well, thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you to the Pod Squad. And uh, thanks for making me feel special. <laughs> we, we tried you know, to, uh, try to know, make you uh, feel blue in a good way. Yeah. I see we, you show me the numbers of how many people listen, and I'm, I'm utterly blown away. And uh, touch. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for uh, making the show a reality. Uh, to you, Josh, and to our listeners. So, thank you. And thank you to the folks who are supporting us over our Patreon. So, it, it means a lot. It absolutely does. And uh, and it would mean a lot if you would join us again for episode 61, which comes to you next Monday, just like every episode that comes to you every Monday morning when we join you again for another trip to the mind of the moon. Blue, 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 blue world order. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 